You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Bill Bennett Show. Welcome back to The Bill Bennett Show. I'm Claude Jennings, and this is another mini-episode of the podcast. Bill and I had an idea. Uh, number one, because the mini-episodes seem to be very popular. Lots of downloads on some quick hits that aren't the long-form interviews, but just Bill's thoughts on things, emails, and stuff like that. So we were thinking that it might be cool at the end of each week, on Friday, to post a mini-episode uh, of all of Bill's TV appearances uh, during the week, just in case you didn't get a chance to uh, catch those. And so So on today's mini episode, we have Bill's appearance on Special Report with Brett Baer. He was part of the All-Star panel. They talked about violence in American cities, uh, artificial intelligence, and any concerns regarding that. And then the second clip you're going to hear is from Bill's appearance on Fox Report with John Scott, where they talked about America's drug problem. Be sure to email the show, by the way, BillBennettPodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about these mini episodes where we gather the TV appearances throughout the week and post them on Fridays um, as mini episodes. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. All right. So uh, Bill's appearance on a uh, special report with Brett Baer, uh, part of the panel. And then the second piece of audio you'll hear will be uh, Bill on Fox Report with John Scott. Let's bring in our panel, former Education Secretary Bill Bennett. Leslie Marshall, Democratic strategist and former White House press secretary, Ari Fleischer. Bill, what do you make of this field hearing and uh, the results from it? Well, you can't take politics out of politics. Uh, There's always politics in these hearings. I've been to 100 Senate and House hearings, uh, and politics is there. The question is, what was the point? And the point was to dramatize what's going on in New York. And I think the most important statistic, Brett, is the one you just put up downgrading felonies to misdemeanors. It probably should be going the other way. Probably should be upgrading misdemeanors to felonies. People are scared to death in New York City. Are there cities with uh, higher crime rates? Sure. You could spend all your time in New Orleans, I suppose, if you wanted the number one. But look, to highlight this at the same time that they are upgrading uh, Donald Trump's supposed offense uh, to a felony without telling us what it is, is really is really an outrage. But I'm a New Yorker. People in New York are scared to death to walk the streets, even what they thought were very safe streets. And Leslie, there's no sugarcoating it. Uh, the chairman, uh, Jim Jordan, says uh, it's because of the former president and the charges that he's been facing that they essentially did this hearing to focus on crime and, and focus on that. They, they did, however, have some substantive testimony from victims. The mother uh, who lost a veteran's son in 2018 after he was stabbed in Harlem. Uh, take a listen. There are hundreds and thousands of us. We don't give a damn about your politics. We don't care. It could be the man from the moon who's running for president. Okay? As long as whoever's in there is stands for law and order. Is going to return some civility and sanity to our city. There's just a lot of frustration. It's not just New York City. It's out west, like where, where you are, uh, Leslie, and, and there is frustration, and it's both sides of the aisle. It's frustrating when anybody is the victim of a, fr- a crime, and certainly when we hear parents talk about 
uh, children that they've buried. But when we look at murders, I mean, you just have to look at numbers. In Columbus, 139 last year, and last year was the first year that the district attorney was DA in Manhattan, and Manhattan had 78. You're talking about 1.6 million people in Manhattan, and you're talking about 900,000 approximately in Columbus. And the reason I point this out is I would agree with Bill that this is politics. I mean, this is a political stunt. This is theater. And what is really sad is it's a... Uh, New York City tourist opportunity at the expense of a taxpayer using the pretext of crime. Crime is a real issue, but we need our legislators to be in Washington representing their constituents in their districts. And, and the fact that this is being done uh, clearly in blind loyalty to the former president, almost like they're doing his bidding, is, is frightening. This just reeks of weaponization of the federal government. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. That's a very dangerous message to be sending to taxpayer, regardless of our politics or ideology. Bill, I'll get back to you in a second. I want to bring Ari in here. Ari, in the wake of this, I mean, we are watching uh, somewhat of a crime crisis across the country, as I mentioned. And in Chicago, you had this big event with this group of, of teens uh, caused all kinds of problems down in the, in the loop there. The Chicago mayor-elect, uh, Brandon Johnson, issued this statement over the weekend on, this, on mob violence. And he said, in no way do I condone, condone the destructive activity we saw in the loop and lakefront this weekend. It's unacceptable, has no place in our city. How However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities um, in their own communities. And so, you know, that's the message he's sending. And obviously, it's a similar message we heard from Lori Lightfoot, his uh, predecessor. Yeah, when Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, said that you can't call this mayhem. Well, it's the definition of mayhem. It is exactly what mayhem looks like. And if you want to have more of it, Go easy on these kids. Talk about how they've been deprived of opportunity. And you know what? They'll take the opportunity to engage in more mayhem. If you're going to stop it, you need to be strong. You need to send the signal to people that you cannot behave like this. If you behave like this, you will be arrested and you will go away. Otherwise, you get a lot more of it. Look, you know, you know, Brad, I spent a lifetime in politics here and people say that Republicans don't care about cities. They don't care about the people in the cities. They don't care about the poor and they don't care about minorities. Today, we saw Republicans care about the poor, care about minorities, care about people in cities. And what did the Democrats do? They turned their back on those victims of crime. Good for the Republicans. I'm glad they held this hearing. Bill, final word. Yeah, no, absolutely right. The matter is the thrust of the hearing. What did we find out? And we heard those voices, and those voices will echo for a long time. And by the way, being in Washington, sometimes it's good to be on the ground. Find out what the heck is going on before you're making laws. We don't have all the answers there yet, and the technology is moving fast. So does that keep me up at night? Absolutely. AI is more dangerous than, say, mismanaged uh, aircraft design or production maintenance or, or, or bad car production. The incentives for these tech companies are to go as fast as possible because you're in a bit of a, a race. And in that kind of context, bad things are, are likely to happen. Artificial intelligence. The people who are in the business say maybe we should push pause. Meantime, you have lawmakers now considering all kinds of possible regulation. The EU, according to Reuters, uh, lawmakers there calling for a summit to control very powerful AI. The statement came weeks after Twitter owner Elon Musk and more than 1,000 technology figures demanded a six-month pause in the development of systems more powerful than Microsoft-backed OpenAI's latest iteration of chat GPT, which can mimic humans and create 
text and images based on prompts. We're back with the panel. Bill, let me go to you. You know, when the people that are yes. working on this are saying, hold on, we should slow it down, uh, it is quite something to hear. Yeah, sure it is. The uh, problem is the Chinese won't slow it down. Uh, they'll uh, they'll keep going. They'll build the uh, AI as fast as they can build the coal plants. seems to me there are two futures here, Brett. One is um, our generation will remember 2001 Space Odyssey. You're too young for it. But uh, the commander no, says, of course uh, I did. open the pod, Hal. And how the computer says, I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. One of the most chilling lines in, uh, in science fiction. So th- that's the life of its own. You know, you make this creature, it's Frankenstein or it's Hal, whatever. It's, it's a life of its own that controls its own destiny and maybe our destiny. The other scenario is that government has a say in it. We've had this experience with Twitter and Facebook, uh, and maybe AI becomes an instrument of people who want to uh, engage in uh, correct speech uh, and see the world only one way and not allow for dissent. So, uh, yes, study, attention must be paid. Absolutely. I will watch Elon Musk tonight uh, in that interview with uh, Tucker. Yeah, it's one to watch, uh, 8 p.m. We were rudely interrupted. Maybe it was AI, uh, Leslie, that uh, made your audio go away, but you were saying. Maybe it was me. <laughs> it's, it scares the living blankety-blank out of me. Uh, look from that movie AI years ago. And this is why, when you have Democrats and Republicans agreeing that TikTok may be a national security issue, let's talk about bans limiting to an hour because of national security, and we're not concerned, or we say just Democrats are concerned about national security when it comes to AI. And then if we want to say this is censorship from the left, oh, come on. Drag shows, book bans, uh, TikTok, uh, the list goes on. To me, this isn't about censorship. I would agree with you. Brett, when the people who are putting this together are saying, let's pause. And it's not just Elon Musk. It's other people, Zuckerberg and others in Silicon Valley. We're going to have a, a part of this. So it, this is, should yeah. not be political. This should be, again, about the safety of national security in this country and, of course, our kids. On the flip side, Ari, to Bill's point, China is not going to have a pause, probably. Uh, And you have the possibility that this could unlock all kinds of solutions. You know, maybe tell Tell AI to solve climate change. Let's figure out how to to change the world that way. But but there are dangers here that lawmakers eventually have to figure out how to regulate. Yeah, I'll see Bill Bennett's 2001 A Space Odyssey and I'll raise him one war games. That was the movie about two computers that want to fight a thermonuclear war. it does scare me, and it should scare everybody. He's a young but man. The flip He's side young of man. that, but the flip side of that is that nobody can stop technology. In the sweep of time, in the sweep of mankind, in the sweep of the millennials, millennia, technology will not stop. And so, the right thing to do is have the right, best minds in a free system, a tolerant system, a capitalist system, lead the way in doing this. We have internal checks and balances, and we have morality. And I don't think it can be stopped. So even a six-month pause, I don't know what that means. Who's pausing? So there's tremendous upsides from this. But, you know, I look at it. Photoshop is to photos what AI is to language. They have downsides. They also have upsides. Yeah. Well, panel, thank you very much. All I know is when I saw the Google folks say that they didn't know how Bard got to the solution they got to, I thought, wait, you don't know? Uh, So there's a lot of questions ahead (laughs) on this issue, and we'll be talking about it again. Thanks a lot. 
You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Deadly drugs like fentanyl are flowing into the United States through our southern border. They are targeting all ages and posing new challenges for American school systems. The special 30th anniversary edition of The Book of Virtues, written by our next guest, is out now. He wrote it in 1993 to help children develop their moral character in an ever-changing and complex world. It has sold three million copies and is now updated. Let's bring in the author, Bill Bennett, former education secretary, Fox News contributor, former drug czar, and of course co-author, The Book of Virtues, 30th anniversary edition. Congratulations on the new edition, Bill. Thank you, John. Uh, let's talk about fentanyl for a minute. 100,000 Americans are dying every year because of fentanyl overdoses. The Biden administration says it is taking the most ambitious fentanyl prosecution to date by going after the Sinaloa cartel. What do you think about the move? Well, it's going through in a law enforcement manner through the Department of Justice. Uh, but this isn't the way to go after them. This is a terrorist organization or a series of terrorist organizations, the cartels, uh, and they are mowing down our people, not soldiers, by the way, uh, and terrorists uh, occasionally engage soldiers. They are mowing down civilians. And you mentioned all ages, but it's mostly aimed at the young. Uh, that's where the target audience is. You see these enormous bags of pills uh, yeah. and uh, you wonder how can they how can we use we using all these? Well, we are in American cities and communities all over the country. The mindless, stupid, and reckless policies of this administration have allowed this to happen. You know, this problem of the border was essentially solved during the Trump administration. Whatever people may think of Donald Trump and his personality, that problem was solved. Uh, the The border was closed. This stuff was not coming across. You know, in the city we live in a lot of the time, Washington, D.C., there's that very solemn, uh, long black wall. That's that long black wall commemorating the deaths in Vietnam. Uh, you know, uh, Vietnam had 58,000 people died over a course, John, of 16 years. We take out 58,000, mostly young people, every year, every six months. Yeah, um, That's the rate at which, uh, at which people are dying. The numbers are absolutely appalling. Um, another appalling situation is really the education system in this country right now. Could, could I just say one more thing? Please. Could I just say one more thing? Sure. Because these are foreign terrorist organizations, we should designate them as foreign terrorist organizations and go after them as such, not in courts of law, but on the field of battle. Take it to them. Uh, take it to them. Let the Mexican government know and go after them. Take them out. All right. Sorry. That's quite all right. Um, I want to put up a graphic uh, that, that, that discusses the situation among eighth graders in this country. Test scores since the pandemic have been dropping wildly. 31 uh, percent proficiency decrease in reading among eighth graders. Math, 26 percent down. Um, the only well, in, in, in cities really across the country, uh, those numbers have been dropping. Is there a way to fix this? Yeah, there's a way to fix it, and that is to teach the right things, teach math and reading, mostly reading. Uh, in those first three years, if you can teach reading successfully, if you can get kids to the third grade, John, 
reading uh, fluently and with interest, uh, you're going to have a successful student for the most part. And you're not only going to have a successful student, you're probably going to have a successful life. The statistics suggest that good readers, uh, an ability to read well, predicts success in life more than family income or background. We know how to teach reading. There are skills and and tools available uh, to do it, uh, and we should be doing it. But that drop uh, represented um, the neglect that uh, COVID cost us, the lockdowns, which were crazy. Um, We were not doing so great, frankly, before COVID either. So we've got to get serious. We've got to get these crazy things out of the schools, which don't belong there, critical race theory, gender fluidity instruction, and get back to the basics. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Uh, you're looking at some of the numbers yes, sir. from uh, major cities across the, uh, across the country. The only yeah. city that saw an increase in proficiency was Los Angeles, up about 5% in reading and English among fourth graders. Um, as you say, reading is the key, and, and most of these um, most of these cities, well, in in uh, New York, uh, they are about to spend thirty eight thousand dollars per pupil trying yeah. to get test scores up. Is it going to work? I doubt it. Uh, thirty eight thousand dollars a pupil, a classroom of twenty kids. If my math is okay, if I'm proficient. That would be $760,000 per classroom. Where does that money go? Where does it go? Uh, The question is not how much money you spend. We've shown that uh, over and over again. The question is how competent is the instruction and what are the students asked to learn? Is it worthwhile material? Are the teachers doing it in the right way? We have great successes uh, at much lower uh, expenditures. By the way, I hate to say good news isn't all that good, but Los Angeles was starting from a very low base. Ah. Well, we can yeah, always hope. Sorry. <laughs> Bill yeah, Bennett. we can, and we can go to work. And yep. We know how to do this. Let's do it. Bill Bennett, thank you. Right. And the 30th anniversary of his book, The Book of Virtues, is available online and in stores now. I haven't read it in about 30 years. Bill, I'm going to have to take another look. Thank you. Thank you. And let me say it's written with Mrs. Bennett. I got, wow. I'm, I'm here at home. I got to get this in. Give her the credit where credit's due. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's due. You bet. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. All right. Again, feel free to email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about this idea of these Friday mini episodes uh, that consists of audio uh, from Bill's TV appearances throughout the week. That email address, again, Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe and share the podcast with your family and friends, and we will catch up next week. Have a great weekend.